<laughs> hey, hey, good people, how we doing? Look, you know what? Sometimes you just gotta roll with the punches in life, and you are. Let me just say, <laughs> the next two interviews that y'all gonna get are gonna be super noisy. I'm just gonna tell y'all, it's gonna be super noisy. But I love these people so much, I could not bring myself to not include these interviews, and uh, especially this one right here if you listen to the words deeply and um cut out all of the the background noise <laughs> you're gonna get some gems this is a really good brother um this is a really talented brother um and this is a brother to one of my sister's good friends so you know a uh, very 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 uh very good dude so yeah y'all sit back y'all listen do not I don't want to hear no uh, responses about the noise. I already told y'all. This is the caveat. There is a lot of noise on this episode, a lot of background noise. But don't worry about it. Y'all still going to get some gems. Enjoy. Hey, good people. How we doing? How we doing? So I have someone really special with me here today. This is Colin Mendez. Colin is one of the premier photographers here in Brooklyn. Um, one of the premier photographers, I would say, that I've ever met. Just this guy's eye, uh, attention to culture, attention to the scene and what's going on is unmatched. Colin, tell people a little bit about yourself, where you started uh, photography and all of that. Yeah, no, no doubt. First of all, again, thank you for having me on, bro. Uh, for Once again, my name is Colin Mendez. Um, 29-year-old photographer, Brooklyn, New York, uh, born and raised, still living here. So um, real unicorn status, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been a photographer for actually for about almost a decade now, wow. or maybe maybe 11 years, but yeah, somewhere around there, 10, 11 years. Uh, started shooting events, still shoot events, um, focusing more on like headshots and portraits. Moving forward, uh, I enjoy shooting concerts in my free time as well. Um, of course, uh, also have been um, shooting more, uh, shooting these protests that have been happening. So, like mm. you said, you know, having uh, uh, um, having a finger, ha- having a fingertip on the pulse of the culture, you know, that's definitely mm. necessary. The, the protests are definitely the biggest thing of the culture right now. The biggest part of the culture right now you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know asking i wouldn't even actually say asking i'd say demanding demanding justice demanding yes. equality demanding equity demanding freedom demanding liberation um yeah. i also i'm also have a big emphasis on community man community mm. is really important to me you know so um yes. you know i um i do my part to you know build community where possible and you know bring people together how possible, you know what I mean? So, uh, and I think photography allows me to do that. So not just, you know, documenting what, you know, what events are taking place, but, you know, documenting community coming together and being together. And um, where did, where did you start this photography journey at? Because I feel like a lot of people now, um, especially with the rise of Instagram and the accessibility of photography. Yeah. Everyone's a photographer now. Right. And or, or wants to be. And there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes I feel like the people that are grounded in it and ha- that have been doing it have a little bit of a different story. So yeah, tell man. them a little bit about your, your origin. That's crazy. So, uh, I mean, I've, I've actually been a photography hobbyist for as long as I can remember. You know, I mean, I, I, one of my earliest memories was... Uh, uh, my mom giving me a camera when I was like going on a school trip mm-hmm. and having a toy camera even previous before that. So let me back up. So like one of my mem- earliest memories was having a um, having a, a toy camera, mm-hmm. and then a few years later going on a school trip to a, either a museum or aquarium mm-hmm. and having a film camera that my mom gave me, and I remember. Um, what's the word? Messing it up because I opened 
the back of the camera and expose all the film, even though oh, it's dark. Wow. Not not realizing, oh yeah, that's it. This is done. <laughs> um, yeah, like uh, freshman year orientation, college mm-hmm. of college, like I took my mother's digital camera. Actually, I was using it that entire summer, and I was just like documenting everything, like yeah. trying to figure out, like, oh, okay, this is cool. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it, you know, it it really took a turn in college where like I was um I was so I used to DJ. Okay. Uh, I used to DJ and I lost music. Um I lost music one year. My main hard drive fell. Okay. <laughs> my main hard drive fell and um I was just like, yo, what do I do now? <laughs> First of all, how do I how do I retrieve these files? And second, yeah. what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, I got afforded an opportunity to. I was doing production assistance with um, with a gospel choir like at the school, and I got the opportunity. I was afforded the opportunity to help assist um, a photographer that day with his setup. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, you know, I'll give this a try, see, you mm-hmm. know, what this looks like, and it just re- it just went really well. Uh, it, it went really well. Like he bought his lights uh, and his equipment, and had all his gear. You know, he was shooting his video. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, I had he gave me his camera also to like shoot BTS. So I was okay. like, okay, you know, this oh, this is a thing. Okay, it could work. <laughs> right, this oh, okay, photography, oh, video, yeah. you know, production. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember, I remember asking to borrow his camera at, at one point because I also started working for uh, a, 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 D, a, a DJ local to New York okay. and who also got his start at the same college. For those yes. who don't know, I went to St. John's University. Okay. Um, and so, so yeah, so I was like, okay. Um, I asked to borrow his camera, you know, started shooting some of these DJ's events, mm-hmm. this talent showcase, few concerts, okay. a few other few other functions. So it's like, okay, you know, let me figure this out. <laughs> how does this ISO work? How do I shoot in mm-hmm. this how do I shoot in this lighting? You know, how do I do this, right? Yeah. Uh, and it, it it was a really it was a really crazy learning curve because I, I I I didn't know how to utilize a DSLR, you know I didn't know any of that. So I was like, mm-hmm. all right. And that's really that's really where I got my start, you know. And then once once I came into my own equipment. Yeah. It was out of a learning curve, but that was that was the start. I was like, okay, I think I can, you know. I want you to I want yeah, you to man. speak to because so you, you said two things that kind of are parallel to each other, right? Sure. You said the toy camera getting destroyed. And oh. then fast forward, <laughs> you say the the DJ equipment getting kind of messed up, right? Yeah, Speak man. to the the person who might want to do something, might have that little spark, but it gets kind of messed up in the beginning, right? Because we all have sure. these things where we're like, oh, I want to be this, but sure. it's not immediate. You even speak about the learning curve, right? It's not an immediate sure. thing. What, what did it take you to overcome that? <laughs> Yeah, I'm still I'm still learning that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still learning that, man, to be honest with you. Um it's it's not easy, man. It's yeah. like you said, it's a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Definitely not easy. Uh but patience and consistency, right? Patience and uh, consistency. Patience and consistency, discipline, man. Uh those three things really, man. If if and belief. You yeah. Know what I mean? Believe in yourself, be patient about the grind, the craft. Yeah, that you that you're pursuing, and um, you know, just I'll tell you what, stick it out, man, stick it out, you know, push. Figure out what the thing thing is trying to like teach you. Yeah, and apply it moving forward. I'll tell you what, man. I uh, photography has reworked my definition of what patience is absolutely because it's one of those things where again instagram and iphones and whatever phone you have people think it's just that and it's just a direct pathway to what you want but if you're actually with the camera dslr or mirrorless you know you got to learn some stuff before you get that absolutely absolutely man absolutely 
I, I, I did, when you were in college, right? You, you said your freshman year, you had that thing to play around with. Um, yeah, that was a point of still, a point of shoot. Sorry. Point okay. Shoot. What is the what's the pathway between? Like, did you just go and take that class for after that summer and be like, all right, I, I love this, I'm gonna take a class, or did mm. you kind of trickle into it little by little? Yeah, man. And remind me, yeah, we're going to get into that Instagram thing. Uh, that was, a, yeah. that's the point. Uh, I actually have some crazy stories about that, mm-hmm. but, um, nah, so I was, I was actually undecided about what I wanted to actually study coming into college. Mm-hmm. Um, and so freshman year was, freshman year started 2008, yeah. all 2008. Um, I actually didn't jump into photography until 2011. Wow. Okay. Right. So in in between that time, like I said, I was trying to be a DJ. I was trying to, I was mm-hmm. trying to get better in terms of like, you know, putting music together and playing for people and entertaining and you know making the connections that I was already making in yeah. terms of records and in terms of that industry. Yeah. So I was like, okay, but yeah, there was so there was a there was that three year gap okay. in between. Mm, me starting college and taking my mother's point of shoot yeah and getting getting that platform to hop into and you know I, I think that's a big thing for um not only just photography but for life in general not being yep. afraid to hop on another path when yeah. you feel like you Absolutely. get something you know so many times we get stuck on the one path and I, I know for me, right, like music as well was my thing uh, back in the day. And yep. I know people that are still in that mode, but yep. have found, I, I think a lot of the, the, the power of music and that industry is you find what you're good at in other things, right? Yep. So you found photography, right? Some person might find marketing, some person might find yep. management, you know? It's, it's one of those things where if you find what works, don't yep. be afraid to hop off that path, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, so, man. You, you said you wanted to talk about Instagram. Well, let, I don't want to rush, I don't no, no, rush no, it. But. No, we, we got time, but I, I really want to get into Instagram because that's, I feel like we can't talk about modern photography without talking about Instagram. Yeah. So one, I, wanna, I want you to say exactly what you think about the <laughs> photography culture uh, as pertains to Instagram. And I want you to talk to um, people who are thinking of, taking that leap from Instagram photographer to quote unquote professional photographer. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I definitely remember when Instagram first started mm-hmm. also around the time, 2011, 2012, mm-hmm. 2013. So that was just a really interesting time. You know, uh, there wasn't no infinite, there wasn't no infinite scroll. There wasn't mm-hmm. no algorithm. It was just photographers haven come through. Facebook had no fingerprints on it. Yeah. Um, and, then, you know, of course, there was also the explosion of mobile photography. Yeah. You know what I mean, everybody had, like, their iPhone 4s, their iPhone 5s. They're, uh, you know, trying to, like, go out and, like, get these pictures off and, like, mm-hmm. find, these, find these filters. And I'm just like, oh, snaps. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, the Visco, Visco just got big. And, you know, Visco I remember was, that. Right. So, you know, let me get this, let me get this X1 filter off. Let me get this, <laughs> you know, let me, just, let me get this black and white joint. Let me, you know, mm-hmm. let me take a picture of the sunset, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so it was, it was just a really crazy time. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, um, I, I, again, I, I was trying to figure out, the thing about me is like, I, I don't, I like to sit back and watch. Mm-hmm. I don't like to hop into anything yeah. too too fast. Yeah, I mean, might be too cautious, might be might be the right approach. But mm-hmm. for me, I like to sit back and I like to observe things and figure out my approach to how I'm yes. gonna like how am I gonna interact? How how does Instagram work? That was my thing. Yeah. You know, and I to a degree I'm still figuring it out. But mm-hmm. you know, um, I was watching everybody, you know, like shooting with their phones and, you know, and they were like, oh, I'm a photographer. I got my yeah. little phone. And I was like, all right, be cool, be cool, be cool. <laughs> you only got so much of a focal length on. on yeah, on, right. On, 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 right. 
just be cool, man. Taking <laughs> pictures of your flowers and gone. Right? <laughs> but no, it was, but it, it, it was really a, a springboard. Mm-hmm. It was a springboard for you know folks to like just develop their eye and their creativity, and that's what I that's what I saw. Yeah. Uh, but you know, at first I was hating because I was just like, "Yo, you're, you're not a photographer. Just be cool mm-hmm. and enjoy this." Yeah. But again, it was just a springboard for creativity, and so I thought that was really dope. Also, um, and please remind me the second part of your question. So the second part, well, well, I'm gonna put a pin in the second part. Um, but I, I, I want to talk a little bit about that idea of kind of the separation, right, between because. A lot of photographers, right, um, especially downtown Brooklyn, the older guard, especially at the museum, right, that are film photographers might look at digital mm-hmm. photographers a certain way, like, oh, you know, sure. you have that, you have that sure. easy life, you know, you can just plug it, I got to go in manually, sure. I got to go in the, you know, dark room and da 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 And we might look at people who just hop on Instagram and, and filter it up sure. a certain sure. way, right? Speak to the, the the ability to kind of adapt mm. in a culture of like accessibility, hyper accessibility, where yeah, you know yeah. you don't have to be you don't have to go to school for it anymore. You yeah. don't have to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um so and actually I'll give you another connection, uh, mm-hmm. or another, I guess another medium. Um mm-hmm the the space in between folks who have DSLRs mm. and the folks who are shooting mirrorless. Yeah, yeah. Talk right? about that a little bit. No, so so absolutely. So um you know honestly it's really about what you prefer. You know, I mean again it's a learning curve. Um it's 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 what the artist prefers. You know, I personally want to get in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because of you know and I'm giving my grace, myself grace for, for this, but mm-hmm. because of past poor financial management yeah. choices, you know, I, I, I don't have a film camera, but I do, mm-hmm. but I do have a secondary camera that like, I have one camera for work. I have one camera that I just walk around with mm-hmm. uh, a, a Fuji uh, X100T. Like one yeah. Well, not, not to cut you off, but we got to say this. If you are not a photographer and you're listening to this, please know that we don't just walk around and the cameras are like a hundred dollars. Like these are expensive. Like we asked you to pay for our work for a reason. This is an expensive craft. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off, but we gotta just say that. <laughs> nah, absolutely. And I mean, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, itself, but it's all right. I mean, we kind of we kind of messed up. We kind of messed that up too. But it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Again, I, so I don't, I don't, I don't see that battle. You know, mm-hmm. I. I Oh, I don't look at it from that perspective anymore. Everybody mm-hmm. has their tool of choice, you know what I mean? Everybody's yeah. a, a artist or an artisan, and, you know, yeah. they have their tool of choice, just like, you know, folks in, like, different arts spaces have their tool of choice. Like, you have yeah. pianists, and I probably said that wrong. Right? You have bass <laughs> players, and you have, you have violinists. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, you know, it just depends on, like, what you, how are you comfortable expressing your exactly your medium and getting your creativity out? Um, but it's it's but to to the equipment point, like I said, uh-huh. um, you know, again, it's just choice of medium, man. You know, I I'm super I'm super excited about what's to come. You know, I'm yeah I'm excited about potentially getting a film camera and learning. Like, okay, and actually, I take I I take. Um, I take bits from my homies who do shoot film and actually apply it okay. to my digital, my yeah. digital work. You know what I mean? So like, if I'm outside, of course not shooting, and I don't want grain. Like, try mm-hmm. not to shoot over eight, eight, eight ISO eight hundred, or like, um, you know, shooting uh, with a certain f stop, depending on like situations I'm in. You know, mm-hmm. shooting with certain uh, shutter speeds. Yeah. Um, you know, or only challenging myself to use an eight gigabyte card and shoot with this many exposures, mm. or you know, not you know, not letting the trigger finger fly off and having ten shots of the same uh, of the same moment. You know, what I mean, get it in two or get it in one. 
Wow. Um, yeah, man. So like, you know, all going out and saying, oh, okay, I only got 36 exposures for the day. Wow. I got 24 exposures. So, you know, taking, taking, taking a little bit of those things and like applying it to um, my media. Which is- now, now see what's interesting, what you just did, right? In dropping that knowledge to me, I didn't know that, right? I, I never even sure. thought about doing sure. that, right? And then you got that from the from the film. I think so many times, and this goes kind of back to the accessibility question, sure. a lot of people are so guarded with their secrets and so guarded with <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, you yeah. know, we've we've all been in a situation, like oh, I've been in a situation where I'm like, yo, what, what, what glass you shot with? What, you know, what millimeter yeah. is that? Like what? And they yeah. so like, oh, I don't, you know, that I don't yeah. tell my secrets, right? What do you, it, even in music, right? Even like any, sure. any type of thing where people want to be great at, they kind of feel like they need to guard that. Sure. Do you think that's effective or do you think it's more of a community? You talked about being a part of the community, right? Sure, yeah. Do you think it's more, you know? Yeah, so, so of course the homies are going to listen to this and, um, a few of them are gonna like realize like I'm speaking about them now, mm-hmm. but like I've had a few conversations over the last seven days where I actually touched on those same two points. So like curating community and being accessible with the information mm-hmm. that you have to yeah. teach who's coming up or who's you know like Issa Rae said you know networking with the people who are and teaching the people who are on your level mm-hmm. and um, you know sharing that information. Um, so I personally think I don't, I don't see hoarding information or hoarding as effective as, as anyone else may think. I I totally get it that people want to protect, artists want to protect their, their craft Mm -hmm. and their, their commitment to their artistic integrity. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll also liken it to professional wrestling. Okay. Back in the day, uh, I so I still watch that rec- recreationally, and mm-hmm. I, I like uh, I watch the documentaries, and I, it's crazy. Like listening to like the old school wrestlers who are like almost at retirement, and like finally letting people in. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> they got the veil up. They're not letting anybody in. They don't because they're protecting their character right yeah and so like uh likening that to like the photography and you know the artistic artistic integrity they want to protect mm-hmm. that they don't want to let anybody else in because like if somebody else copies it then yeah. it's no longer unique to them but exactly. listen ain't nothing original under the sun on this earth you know what i mean exactly when you learn that from somebody else mm-hmm. listen canon nikon sony fuji they they're making the same equipment in mass amounts Exactly. And it's mad people on this earth doing what you ain't nobody like us, but there is a there there is a chance that mm-hmm. somebody is ready to exactly, exactly. Like, it's it's, yeah. it's gonna be copied, it's gonna get done whether you come up off the secrets or not. Yeah. So it, it for me, like I said, I, I personally again in building community. Mm-hmm. Yo, just know, like, yo, uh, we're here to teach you, and we're here to learn yeah. off of each other, you know what I mean? Our experiences, technique, whatever. And that's a big thing that I that I noticed with you. Um, I haven't done this much when I was um, more squarely focused on photography. You build a, a great community of photographers. Um, you, you reach out to a lot of people. Um, when I see you, you are, I think I met you with a photographer. Um and um, at the museum, and obviously you have connections at the mm-hmm. museum. Speak a little bit to what it takes to build a solid network, right? You talked about integrity, but what? Because a lot of people sure. either they are so hoarding their sure. their community, or they're just loose and everybody. You know what? What takes a good? Sure. What does it take? Sure. Uh, so I'll I'll give credit to my man Mark Clennon, Mark C. Uh, mm. on Instagram mm. at Mark C. He was just on um, BT, right? Yes, he was. So shout yeah. out to him, man. Mm-hmm. Um, five years ago, he and two of his uh, his his close friends, good brothers, um, you know, I mean, they. I don't remember when they came to New York, but 
five years ago, they they created a community on Grootly, uh, NYC shooters, mm-hmm. uh, basically as a means to like, you know, the photographers mm-hmm. learned the photography game, you know, because they were they were they were interested in it, and you know, shooting on Canon Rebels and whatnot, mm-hmm. and you know, just getting into the game. Yeah. Um, I, I learned about the community. I joined it, and you know that that was that was crazy because you know what was that 2015, mm-hmm. 2017? I think they like the the group grew to like maybe a hundred members, and mm-hmm. like um, you know photo walks started happening, conversations were happening in the group about all those things like the business aspect and how do we edit this? And, you know, we're trying to like critique each other's photos and whatnot. And, yes. you know, just coming together, like figuring out like how, how do we push the community forward, you know, connecting with like other entities and, you know, doing galleries and, you mm. know, so like, and of course, if you look at the individual, um, if you look at the individual successes, you know, it's just, everybody's been, on their own trajectory. So it's been dope. It's been dope to see. Um, So I I can't take all the credit for any of that, but Mm -hmm. you know, especially in my personal endeavors, you know, when I do meet other photographers or when I am in a space where, you know, I'm able to like, you know, rap with another creative, rap with another photographer and, you know, answer any questions that they have. Open book, you know, uh, I'll make myself open and available, you know, whatever, whatever anybody needs. Cause you know, I've definitely been through. I've definitely been through some times where, like, I had questions and nobody could answer them or nobody wanted to answer them, and I was like, "Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll learning curve. I'll figure it out." But if I can help somebody else, you know, gain some clarity and like not make the journey easier for them, but help them like gain some clarity to figure out the next step, so that like, you know, they can continue like being successful. Exactly. Cost you me know, nothing, you know. It cost me nothing. That's a big thing, and that's a a, a a mature thing to say because I feel like a lot of people get in these affinity groups only for selfish reasons, right? They oh. only want to, you know, meet the guy that that knows the guy that knows the guy, oh. and then as soon as they know the guy, it's you know whatever with the affinity group, whatever with the community. Sure, I mean you got to get my job right. Yeah. Um, how how do you deal with with people who might not have the best of intentions when coming into the circle? That's a good question, man. I, um, well, for the most part, it, and you got to set the intentions for whatever space you are in, or Mm, if you're like setting up a space, you got to set the intentions from the jump. And if, and if people don't align with it, then, you know, they'll easily see themselves out. Um, you know what I mean? Um, if they want to rock with you, they will. If they don't, they don't. And they'll keep it moving. Um, that's really, that's really, that's really the short answer. That's know? good, though. That That's profound. Because a lot of times, even if it's not photography, right, we, we set the standard for our relationships. We set the standard for who we allow in and out of our lives. Yep. And if they can't get with the program, they could, like you said, see yourself out. Yeah, man, absolutely. That. Yeah, man, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's really a, a basic human yeah. concept, you know? It's like, yo, if, if somebody not treating you right, you don't keep them around. Exactly, exactly. And that's the crazy part, too, because we make so much space yep. in life for things that don't feed us. Yep. Right for things that don't nourish us, for things that don't help us to grow. Yep. Right, and we give excuses for those things. We, you know, we we let those things keep on coming back and back and back. But yep. what I find is, and this goes back to the um, the cost thing of the of the cameras and all that stuff, we'll give <laughs> into other people. Yeah, we'll give into other negative things, especially yep. you know, like y'all know my story, right? You give into negative things, but we'll be so squeamish when it comes to investing in ourselves speak a little bit to yeah how much it takes to invest in yourself when you know (laughs) and we and we know that that cost yeah man so let's be clear it's not just a financial yeah for sure it's not a financial investment but it's also uh a morale investment it's Mm. uh, it's Mm. an emotional investment right it's uh 
you know, you gotta, especially if you're doing this, if, if you're like, if you are, a, um, if you're a solo creative, right? You're, mm. and you're pursuing this as an entrepreneur and you're, you're trying to like, you know, just get it, just get that consistency going. Yeah. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard. Cause like, you know, sometimes because you're you're alone 90 percent of the time 10 percent of the time is when you're out in the field or whatnot you're alone 90 percent of the time you're editing you're trying to figure out how to make ends meet you're trying to figure out um you know how do i be consistent at this you know so you know it's it's that mental fortitude that put, that gets you going it's like all right y'all i share my work three times a week get this out you know call these three people or checking with at least three people a day and you know just you know remind people that i'm alive and i do this and i you know you know pitch myself to a company uh through a cold email and you know um i'm gonna get a thousand no's but i'm gonna get one yes and i'm gonna i'm gonna get to it right so yeah it's that it's that it's that mental fortitude and i'm gonna listen back to this uh, I'm gonna listen back to this episode and remind myself to do some of these things because yeah. <laughs> so a lot of times it's easier said than done, right? Like Absolutely, we, man. you know, I, I, I've been talking for years and years about this, but it's not until you know yeah. you can sit down and re- and really renegotiate with yourself and say, Absolutely. you know what, you Absolutely. know, you know, I, and this time is perfect too, you know, just because yeah. like, you know, this couldn't have come at a better time. You know, so shout out to this quarantine, like you know, even even though it's come with like some crazy costs, like this yeah. time is perfect, you know, cause like a lot of people are getting into something to recenter, refocus, rebuild, exactly. and um, just, you know, get back in tune with themselves and, you know, what they're passionate about or whatnot. I I know I needed this time, so I'm not oh, for sure. I'm not even gonna front. But yeah, what man, absolutely. What I've been saying about this time is, for me at least, it made me sit down with myself since we couldn't be out and about yep. and analyze Yo, can you can you be in a room with you? Like, do you like yourself enough? Like, are yep. you that type of person where you like yourself enough to be in a room with yourself? And yep. if not, imagine the people that had to put up with yourself, <laughs> to put up with you when yep. you were out in the world, right? Like, it, it made me reanalyze a lot of things about myself that I was putting off when things were normal. Yep. And, and you talked about, you know, re- rediscovering things and, and re- uh, learning things that you kind of knew, but never really enacted. I want to talk a little bit about your, about your photography, right? Sure. I'll let me. When you, (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's sometimes it's a little bit uh, ineffable, a little bit hard to explain or put into words what your eye is, but what are you thinking about when you, when you catch a shot? Right. Um, so shout out to my homies uh, from the Tunnel Vision Collective. Okay. The Tunnel Vision Artist Collective. Uh, my homie James Malone, um, who I also met five years ago um, when trying to like figure that out. Um, figure out my the philosophy that I should be applying when I'm in the field, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll say this. Mm-hmm. A, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to distract what's going on because it ain't about me. Because mm-hmm. I, I definitely used to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, act like a public figure. I know I'm a public figure, but I'm not a public figure. Mm-hmm. I'm not the show, right? Yeah. So really stepping back and, like, looking at everything as objectively as possible and um, being, being sure to, like, not disturb what's going on Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, uh, be as being as objective as possible. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, just capturing capturing the heat. You know, what I mean, you know, just, yeah. Just just being as direct as possible with what I what I'm trying to convey on behalf of the client, on behalf of myself, and mm-hmm. behalf of who's in the room and who may be on the stage or who may be like the focus of. So, so when you're, cause I know a lot of photographers are, especially the, the superstar photographers, quote unquote, like they become the story. They, they become mm-hmm. part of the story, mm-hmm. but you're more of the person that, like you said earlier, you, you're in the backdrop a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, give or take, you know, it really depends on the perspective. I get it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you know, that's not really about me. Um, It's not about me. So let's focus on what we came here to see and do and take part in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I do know that there, sometimes it works for some people, right? I've seen it work for where people can turn on a little bit when they know the photographer. But I've seen it be horrible where you don't get that genuine shot because, you know, you're trying to put something, you're trying to pretty up what, what's meant to be a little bit real, you know? Sure, uh, I, I guess. I mean, I, I don't, I can't recall I've ever seen that. So I can't mm. fully agree with it but okay. i get what you're saying you know yeah. is i definitely get what you're saying it, you know you know separating separating ego from craft and vice versa i get it yeah, 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 yeah. like i i don't like posy pictures right do I, I, I neither do i yeah right neither do i because i'll i'll actually take the picture and i'll be like i didn't want this shot yeah <laughs> I, I i was like and i actually got to tell people i'll actually put my camera down Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, no, don't post them. You keep doing what you're doing. Exactly. Like, uh, so, like, you, you keep referencing the museum. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, like especially, like, if it's a first Saturday and people are dancing. Yeah. And, like, people will see me, like, point the camera at them. They'll stop and they'll start laughing and then they'll start posing. And I'm just like, nah, exactly. be in your element. Do what you're doing. Dance. Exactly. Have a good time. I'll get you a photograph. I'll take another <laughs> one of you thereafter. Yeah. I'll give you my business card so you can see this information or yeah. see the photos. But nah. Exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, they're in my DMs a nice, uh, a nice, uh, a nice, a nice couple of days later. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love your work. I love the photos. I love the energy of your work. Oh my God. Well, that's I, what we're trying to do here, you know? So, exa- yeah. I think it's it's funny because I just, I always ask myself, why is it that, why why do people like to pose so much? Because I'm not really a poser. I'm, I'm sure. you know, like, I, I don't like to be, I don't like sure. to be in front of the camera anyway. Sure. But I don't, you know, I never got it. But there is well, a come certain... come on, man. We got some, I, I, I still got that heat photo of you. From oh, no. Let, let me tell you, I love that photo. That photo was definitely a, a, a capture of where i was at at the time that was like the party mode (laughs) mysterious in the dark type of dude yeah um but that's the thing is it's a difference between i guess the difference in art right it's a difference between getting that instagram photo quote unquote and then getting the the photo that you're gonna hang on your wall sure right i think the balance talk about the the yeah the art. Talk about the balance between that. Like, how do you, we started the conversation with Instagram. How do you Mm -hmm. balance getting an Instagram photo, which is, has to be a certain way. Sure. And getting that photo that is like timeless, that people are just going to be like, I don't get it. It's not like in, you know, Mm. you're not looking right at the camera, but I just love looking at this photo. Sure. I don't really know if I can answer that, man. Um, Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I can answer that because um, <laughs> I'm still I I don't I don't think I've gotten I personally don't think I've gotten that artistic shot yet. Mm. And there, are, I mean, we can go on. You guys can go on my Instagram and you can say, "Yo, you've got art right here. Mm-hmm. You've got print quality work right here." I I personally think I'm still trying to like get to it. Mm. Um, you know, I I've I've been blessed to like shoot a lot of different things over the course of my um don't look at this. Um I I'm trying to like I'm trying to figure out how to still get to that print quality artistic piece because I don't think I did on it yet. But um do you know what what you're looking for? Yo, and honestly, nah, I don't. But mm. I'll say this again. So, like, folks can go on my Instagram and like let me know. I guess if I have print quality work, yeah. I'm totally open to that. Um, hell, you can go back as far as 2015 to let me know. But um, I personally, again, I, I just try to like pay attention to what what's going on when mm-hmm. I am shooting. And you know, I've actually so like I shot some stuff at the protest 
and at some of the protests and some of the marches that I've been to, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, this past month, and I did get some inquiries about like printing, you know, some of those shots. And again, yeah. I I don't know if I can because, well, I know I can, but I don't know if I want to because of of what it is. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't see that as. Some people may see it as all right. I personally don't see it as profitable art. That's know? big. So, That's big. So again, everybody's perspective is is different. Yeah. I, I I guess I got a lot of morals. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's I, I also have to ask you about that, right? What do you feel because street uh, photography is so intimate and candid? Yeah, but what do you feel about putting that out, right? Because I know a lot of people don't like to be on camera, but you might get a shot that's like, "Wow, yeah, right." Yeah. So um, again, so I don't, I don't share much because um, I shoot on, I shoot on behalf of a lot of clients. Yeah. So I, 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 I just, you know, I. I, I'm, I'm starting to shoot. Yeah, I'm starting to shoot more personally now, so I'm 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 figuring that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even so, like a lot of my personal work is, you know, more so like music, yeah, and whatnot. So I'm still figuring out that line between like what I share personally versus what I share for business, yeah, and what I share for art. Um, you know, it's 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 a delicate balance, though. You know, especially mm-hmm. when you know, folks are multifaceted. And so I, I also commend those who aren't multifaceted, who mm. have, like, the direct perspective, like, yo, I'm, I only shoot headshots. I only yeah. shoot portraits. I only shoot social justice. I only shoot events. I only shoot... Yo, I love that. Yeah. For, like, for is, is that more profitable? That, is that, like, why, why do people choose the, the single lane route? Uh, consistency. And I totally okay. get it. That makes sense. I, I personally... I get it. I'm trying to get there. You know, again, I just, I just, I just happen to know how like to tell a good story, whether that be through headshots. Yeah. Concerts, do and, and that's, that's largely like why, and that's largely based into like me shooting events and getting my start shooting events, you know, that's just the key. To, like capture an emotion and telling a story and, you know, conveying a story that's on behalf key. of another storyteller. If, and, and if you know, I'm sure, you know, whoever's listening, well, maybe not. But one thing about finding good times is it's all about stories. Listeners. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. For, for, the, for the new listeners, for the ones that, for the ones that you bring on, especially, because I know you have a great network. Um, the, finding yeah, good times is all about that, the story. <laughs> it's all, it's all about the Absolutely. story, you know. And uh, finding good times actually started uh, squarely in photography, right? Uh, started squarely in nightlife photography. So that you know that's why okay. that's why we connect you know and obviously i can't be that much a part of uh the nightlife photography anymore but sure. um it, it matriculated to something different um mm. i i want to ask because you talk about stories um i want to ask what the impact of photography has had on urban communities especially um young young men of color because when we were growing up i'm sure we're, we're the same age around the same age mm-hmm. uh, when we were growing up it wasn't really cool to have hobbies outside of certain things right it wasn't really cool to be uh um for me at least it wasn't really cool to be um into i don't know stocks and bonds if you want like it wasn't cool to be outside of a certain patina of sure. what was painted uh sure. for us so sure. and and i think photography has opened up this wide range and wide lane for a lot of people who aren't the rappers or who aren't the athletes to to come and find themselves and speak to that a little bit um that's good i um well i think photography has always been a staple of like the urban community Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I personally follow and study a lot of black photographers. Mm. So, like, if you look at like uh, the Gordon Parks, yes, and yes. Uh, uh, the Roy Derek uh, De, De Caravas, mm. and um, 
I was about to say his name wrong. That's what Chris is. Um, man, I'll just I'll just leave it at those two. And yeah. If you if you want to look for others, mm-hmm. of course. Um, but yeah, like even if if you look at their work and like how they like used to like shoot Harlem back in the day, yeah. James Van Der Zee, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just look at. You know, just look at just and uh, James Van Der is an artist, but you know, um, just look at how like they used to document the Harlem Renaissance. If you look yeah. at Jamel Shabazz's work, you know, what I mean, most definitely, yeah. So you know, uh, there's there's always a place for photography in the urban community. There's you know, those are our stories. Those are our yeah. that's our community. That's our culture. You know, so yeah. why not document it? Why not share it? Exactly. You know, storytelling is not just limited to rap or hip-hop exactly. or, you know, putting um, or, you know, recording recording tracks or whatnot or, you know. Hey, and I always say this, too, like, it, it's... Facets and options. I always... Exactly. That's the thing. I always say this. It's, you know, no, no slight to John Mannion, Jonathan Mannion, um, yeah. but why outsource... Um, talent to capture us, right? Like we know, and, and I'm not, I don't know who, I don't know his upbringing, his life or whatever, or any white photographer's life, but why bring someone from an outside community to mm-hmm. tell our story, right? When we right yep. here and, and I might be able to know you a little bit more, to capture yep. you a little bit more and put in the context, you know? Sure. Uh, yeah. there, was a, there was a tweet that I saw by a photographer. I know her first name is, Latoya, I, I don't recall her last name, and I'm gonna try to find it before this, uh, before we wrap up here. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, she, she she made a really good point um, about music photography and concert photography, mm-hmm. and that um, there are not a lot of Black photographers who are mm-hmm. afforded those opportunities. Um, and so it's like, yo, why do why do these artists not bring on? Yeah. You know, or yeah. afford these opportunities to um, to uh, black photographers or mm-hmm. you know photographers of color or whatnot. Um, so it's um, you know again, it's an interesting perspective. It's an interesting thing to look at. It's an interesting thing that I I'm definitely interested in changing. Yeah. You know, um, you know, it's 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 just. It's hard, you know, it's hard because it's like, okay, if you if you don't necessarily have insight about ins mm-hmm. and out of an industry, yeah, you know, it's hard to make those changes, but I'm, you know, it's still an intention of mine, you know, to, to figure out how to put people on and how to, exactly. uh, and yes. how to, you know, make space for, you know, people who are deserving to, deserving of opportunities you know so, exactly. yeah, that, it's like we were saying before about hoarding the information or being a gatekeeper to information you know it's, exactly it's if we if we we're going to keep on seeing that disparity between exactly. you know out of community photographers if we keep on saying oh no this is the yep. select group you know exactly exactly um, i want to ask one more question mm-hmm. um we always say that purpose is never personal and it mm. might seem it might seem easier for the photographer to answer this question because, of course, sure. you're not p- taking pictures of yourself. You have subjects. Sure. But I want, if you can, to find a little bit. Obviously, okay, you're taking pictures of people, but for you, what would you? What do you think they do now? And what would you want your pictures in the future to do for other people's lives? What what if you if someone came up to you in five years and said, Colin, you took well, hopefully they'll say Mr. Mendez because you'll be that popping. They say, <laughs> Mr. Mendez, Mr. Mendez, Mr. Mendez, you took my picture here and this and it did this for my life. Yeah. What would you want them to say it did for their life? Man, that's that's crazy. Man, that's a crazy question. It's crazy good. Um I um I guess I'm still figuring that out, you know, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I got a shout out my homie JP Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a client of mine, uh, singer, song, well, not a singer, but songwriter, uh, 
lyricist. Um, every time I document his performances or like uh, marches that we've attended this past month or, you know, mm-hmm. just anything like, you know, like beautiful black people, he's like, yo, you capture us so well. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be like shots from Pearl Fest. It could be, you know, like I said, this this March from uh, Juneteenth. It could be, mm-hmm. um, it could be anything that I shoot and like, you know, check it out. He's like, yo, you, you captured us so beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, yo, that, re- <laughs> that reaffirmation is necessary. Thank yeah. you, bro. So I, you know, I just, I, I just want people to see themselves uh, beautifully, man. That's really why, like, I, I, I got started with, with my craft. You know, just taking it back to the question about like why you, why did I like get started with my photography? Like, I just want, I just want black people to see themselves in yes. a beautiful light, how I see them. You know what I mean? Um, and that's, you know, that's black men, that's black women, that's 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 black trans people, that's black, you know, everybody, man. I just, I just want. Everybody know like yo, they're beautiful. They they belong. They have they have a right to live. They have a right to be free. They have a right to enjoy themselves, express themselves, how they see fit. And you know, just go forward from there. You know, we have we have to be. So we have to be. So that's that's what I want people to take away from my photography uh, when they see it, whether that be uh, headshots, portraits, event work. Constant personal work, you know, even if it's me taking a picture of a tree on my mm-hmm. personal camera. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I just, I just want people to see themselves, see the world beautifully, like, like you know, that's my yeah. intention. See the beauty in the world. I love that. From the from the boy, from the broken or the mishandled toy camera to the man that finds beauty in the world and and pushes that light out, spreads that light. It's a, it's a wonderful journey. I think that uh, photographers um, are a blessing because, um, and I, I would say we um, are yeah, not absolutely. just uh, historians. We're not just um, catalogers of uh, the, the current times, but we're also hope givers and light givers yep. and um, people that um, put ourselves on the background yep. so that other people can find that that light in themselves. Absolutely. Um, Colin Mendez, guys, I'm going to give Colin a chance to uh, shout out his um, platform and any other platforms that he might um, want to plug. But first, here we do um, good words, finding good words. And these are words that either you said or that came up in the interview that I want to highlight. Um, uh, so we have community, we have Mm -hmm. demanding justice, pulse of the culture. Uh, we have toy camera, learning curve, patience, um, integrity. Um, we have shooters, solo creative, set the intentions and mental, um, Colin, before you tell everyone your favorite, uh, where they can find you at and where they can find yeah. your collective and uh, tell people who your favorite wrestler is. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn. Uh, I got a few, but uh got to shout out my man, Kofi Kingston. Here we go. Right now, you know I mean? Here we go. My guys, right there. There we <laughs> the go. Street, the street profits. Fact. The <laughs> <laughs> I mean, street profits. What's up, uh, Montez Ford, Angelo Dawkins. Okay. And, uh, Rock. Yeah. There we go. Johnson, right? <laughs> I'm still working yeah. on my people's eyebrow. I ain't get there. <laughs> no, I'm Twenty years, easy. and I still ain't get it. <laughs> quite easy. It's all right, though. Grace, man. Grace, Grace. Um, thank you, bro. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Where, where can they find you? Where can they find your collective? All of that. Yeah, man. Um, um, my website, colinmendez.com. That's K-O-L-I-N Mendez with a Z dot mm-hmm. com. Um, just reach out. Uh, at Colin Mendez on Twitter, on Instagram, at Colin Mendez. Reach out, you know, mm-hmm. if you need some work, 
let's set it up. I'm not trying to steal any of my good brother's clients or anybody <laughs> new listening to this or anybody old listening to this. And we want to get a shoot going. We could get a socially distant, COVID Here we go. safe shoot going. Let's get it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I didn't even talk. How how are you with the with the social distancing in your photography? Has it has it changed the way that you've been shooting or? What's going on with that? So I actually, I guess it's a bonus question. I actually didn't shoot anything the first, that, the first three months, April, May. Oh, wow. oh, well, March into April into May. Okay. To the top of June, I, I didn't shoot anything. I wasn't inspired. I, I didn't want to be around anybody. I was yeah. like, oh, I had a respiratory infection. I got oh, asthma. Yeah. I'm not trying to like capture it. I'm yeah. not trying to catch COVID. But you know what I mean? Even so, like, the, the mortality rate is, like, super small. Mm-hmm. And I still just wasn't trying to take any chances. Um, but nonetheless, um, I got back outside for, mm-hmm. you know, top of the month for a client that called. I was organizing a, a march downtown Brooklyn, so I got back outside for them. Went mm-hmm. back outside a few more times for, like, of course, errands and stuff, but, like, other marches. So yeah. shout out to Corey Kay and the Black Excellence from Walk. Shout out to... Uh, the 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 marches that like passed uh, my house on the parkway. Um, there was another march that uh, I went to. Shout out to uh, shout out to the Juneteenth jubilation uh, march that took place in Harlem. Mm. Um, and those folks that organize it, um, Professor Sandy, she knows who she is. Um, she okay. was part of that, so. Yeah, you know, I so and shout out, of course, to the Brooklyn Museum who had a uh, hand in, uh, you know, public programs team over there who had a hand in uh, the Juneteenth Cell Liberation March. That's uh, shout out to Brooklyn Museum. Y'all, y'all stay closed. I'm, I'm enjoying staying at home and building my business. <laughs> you definitely just killed the whole like, shout out, but shout out to that rally. So, uh, those are the few things that. Those are the four main marches that, like, I, I went out and photographed. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll give, I also, you know, photographed some some joints that were local to my neighborhood. Um, but, yeah, man, you know. Um, I love it. I want to shout yeah, out, I, uh, shout out to the people like that, that he, shout out to the people that Colin had mentioned throughout uh, this interview. You got the Corey Kays, you got Mark C, yep. James Malone, Tunnel yep. Vision, yep. you know, all of these people. Right, and then like I, I, I implore anyone who's listening who isn't uh, connected with a bunch of photographers but wants to get into photography, follow these guys because these guys are going to give you quality and they're gonna give you a perspective that's not just what you see on the hashtag, right? It's, it's a difference talking to people that are willing to share information yep. and willing to help you grow. Yep. So please follow Colin Mendez. Colin, everything's good at home, the family's good. Everybody's great, man. Everybody is well. Everybody's healthy. Uh, uh, That's good. Uh, the same for you and yours as well. Yeah, you know, you know, my sister's gonna. She she's not gonna watch this episode. <laughs> watch or listen. If this was watched, or, or or listen, she she's not gonna have anything to do with this episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to nah, tag her, but she's not nah, gonna. Have I, I, our sisters will listen to this. Our <laughs> will listen your, to this. your sister might have to force my sister. Our for context, our sisters are really good friends. That's uh, one of the reasons that we that we know each other as well. Yeah, my sister ain't giving up none of that listen time. <laughs> but Colin, I love you so much, brother. I cannot wait to see you again in person. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, God bless yo. you. May everything be be uh, prosperous in your life, man. Yo, thank you, bro. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you soon too, and we're gonna get it, man. My brother. All Find right. Good times. Thank you, y'all. Stay put. I got some uh, some business to handle with y'all after. Guys, Colin, thank y'all. Community. Thank you so much. Uh, Till next time, that, well, y'all stay put. All right, peace. For what your purpose can be planted in, right? They say if you want to go fast, you go alone. But if you want to go far, you go with the group. It is important to find your tribe. It is important to find your community. And not only to find your community, but to bring something to the table to bring that, to build that community up. To not just be a an, an idle member in the community but to do something to build that community up is so important i pray that you find your tribe i pray that you find your community i pray that you find that thing in life that makes you want to dive all the way in and invest all the way in and go all the way in for it come on say it with me guys think good see good do good but most importantly 
be good. I love you. Sorry again for the noise. <laughs> Good people, don't forget to follow Finding Good Times at Finding Good Times on all platforms, at Finding Good Times on all available platforms, and of course, FindingGoodTimes.com. Keep following, keep sharing, keep reposting, most importantly, keep being good. Love y'all.